0: Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and for the next half hour, Rabbi Schneider will explain how you can recapture your faith. Most of us can recall the exact moment that we said yes to a relationship with God. The days, months, and even years following that decision were often a whirlwind as we learned all we could about our Creator. But what happens when those first phases of love begin to fade? Well, that's what Rabbi Schneider is going to address today in a message he's titled, The Fragrance of Love. This message comes from our series, A Baptism of Love, and we're going to learn a couple of things that will help us recapture our faith. Let's get started. There's something
1: in the Song of Songs that is unique and unlike any other book in the Word of God. In fact, the ancient rabbis actually looked at the Song of Songs as the Holy of Holies of the Hebrew Bible. Now, last episode, we were in chapter one, and I began by sharing how the Shulamite bride began her journey into the baptism of love with an intense desire. We read in verse number four there that she says, the king has brought me into his chambers. In other words, her journey into the baptism of love began when she encountered Jesus in her life. Once again, chapter one, verse four B, she says, the king has brought me into his chambers. What this tells us is the necessity of having an encounter with King Jesus. In other words, your experience is gonna be different from my experience and it's gonna be unique. But somehow you have to know and be convinced that Jesus is alive and that you can experience him that you can have him in the here and in the now. She had what I'm calling a chamber experience. Jesus had done something whereby she got activated. She didn't just believe in a religion, but she had an experience. Now again, your experience may have happened to you many years ago, even when you were a child, but somehow God proved himself to you. And once you know, beloved ones, that God is alive, that he's real, that will inspire within you and activate within you the faith that's required to seek him. You see, we read in the book of Hebrews, those that are going to please God must believe, first of all, that he is. In other words, unless we believe that God is and we can experience him, we'll have no motivation to seek him. We're gonna be dead in the darkness. So true disciples of Jesus have been marked. They were marked and have been marked and are being marked because somehow Jesus has shown up in their life. I'm not saying that you saw him, but that Jesus made himself known to you. And Father, right now, I declare that you're making yourself real, Known that you're making your presence felt to many that are under the sound of my voice right now. In Jesus' name. If you were just marked, if somehow you just felt something that you never felt before, you saw something in your mind that you never saw before, maybe you just saw a vision, you had a picture that God put in your mind whereby he revealed himself to you. Maybe you heard his voice Oftentimes the Lord will speak to us in what I call a silent voice. It's not audible, but nevertheless, somehow you hear it. In other words, just like we have physical senses, God also gives us spiritual senses. I know there's at least a few that just now, Jesus quickened you. He made you know that he's with you, that he's alive, that he loves you. So the Shulamite bride, that's a shadow of the church, She begins with an intense desire. God marked her with an encounter with her that caused faith to rise up in her. And once that happened, she said, that's it. She said, I'm going to make pursuing Jesus the goal of my life. Let's continue now, moving forward. I'm going now to verse number seven. What happened was, in verses number one through six, she encountered the beautiful Jesus Jesus revealed to her that she was loved. She said, I'm dark, I still have issues in my life, but I'm lovely and I'm beautiful to God. She was experiencing him, but over time, beloved ones, what happened is that the newness and the emotional experience of that first experience that she had with them remember we saw in verse number four of chapter one, she said, The king brought me into his chamber. She had an emotional and a real tangible experience with God. But eventually, over time, what happened to her, as it does with all of us, is that emotional experience began to lose its freshness. That first experience that she had began to lose its freshness. Now, I know that I use the term emotional experience, and perhaps there are some that are a bit put off by that term right now, but I want you to know the reason, beloved one, that you have emotions is because God has emotions. In other words, people, human beings, humankind, we are emotional creatures. And the reason we're emotional creatures is because we've been created in God's likeness. So although we're not ruled by our emotions and we don't live according to our emotions, to say that emotions have nothing to do with our walk with God is a gross heresy, because the reality is God created us to enjoy him and to experience him, and part of this experience is emotional. This does not mean that we're always going to be feeling something, but it does not mean as well that we'll never feel anything. From time to time in our walks with God, we're gonna experience him in a real tangible way that's gonna touch us in our emotions. So when she said the king has brought me into his chambers, there was an emotional component to this, even as God wants you to be moved emotionally by his spirit. Father, right now, I just release over your people by the wave of your spirit, Father, that they would be touched in their emotions with the love of God, with your beauty, And how beautiful they are to you in Jesus' name, I declare it and decree it. You see, Jesus told us what we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And that if we ask anything according to his will, we can know that he hears us and that we have what we ask for. And so as I speak these things over your life, what I'm doing is I'm practicing what Jesus said when he said, anything that you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. So I'm binding on earth, the revelation, beloved, of his glory over your life. And we know this is according to his will because he has prayed that we would know his glory. And so she has this emotional encounter with the Lord, but what happened was it began to wear off. And that's what happens with you and I. We have experiences with God And these experiences that we have from time to time, they carry us, but eventually, we don't feel these experiences anymore, and they seem far away, and oftentimes in that place, we feel separated from God. We're feeling like we're not connecting with Him. Sometimes we wake up in the morning, and we just feel alive, and we feel a fresh connection to God, but sometimes we wake up, beloved, in the morning, and we don't feel anything. We feel like God is as far away from us as the planet Mars. I mean, we just feel that we are so far away from God, we feel nothing. And that's what happened to the Shulamite bride here. By the way, before I go on, did you know that your life as you're pursuing God is gonna be a, a cycle of experiencing him and then battling? Experiencing him and then battling. Because what the Lord does is, He allows us at times to experience him, but then what he does is he wants to train us in faith to keep pursuing him, to keep praying, to keep walking by faith even when we don't experience him. So Jesus said, blessed are those that believe without seeing. You see, Jesus said, you believe because you saw, because you see, but blessed are these that will believe without seeing. And so the Lord at times allows us to experience him, to emotionally be touched by him. But in order to raise us up in faith, in order to make us strong, he wants to bring us to the place where we'll keep pursuing him, we'll keep loving him, we'll keep obeying him, we'll keep walking in faith during those seasons that we don't feel anything, amen? And so we're being taught not just to walk by faith rather than sight, but also to walk by faith when we have no emotions and we have no feelings, it's the same thing. God wants us to live by faith, not in sense knowledge. And by sense knowledge, I mean, whether it is feeling something or whether it's seeing something, both of these can be sense knowledge. Faith is just a raw confidence in the word of God. And so your life and my life are gonna go through cycles. Sometimes we'll experience him emotionally or in miracles or in things that we're seeing God do in our life. But sometimes God wants to train us in faith to just put confidence in his written word and just to keep
0: putting one step in front of the other in love and obedience. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. We want you to know there are so many ways that you can watch and listen to Rabbi's programs. Online, you'll find us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can find resources like our television broadcast schedule, Rabbi's messages on your podcasting platform, YouTube content, devotionals, and much more. You can even follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Check out all these resources online today. When you give to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, it allows us to spend more time focusing on what really matters. And for us, that means getting God's word out to as many people as possible. And right now, at this very moment, there is someone who needs to hear Rabbi's practical biblical teaching. And your financial gift is what makes that possible. To donate, go online to DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com. Now to conclude today's message, here's Rabbi Schneider.
1: Well, as the journey continues, as this progression of baptism, beloved, in the love of God continues, we read here that the Shulamite bride, again, the freshness of this experience wore off. She's not feeling connected. Just as you and I go through those seasons of not feeling connected, not feeling engaged in the emotional aspect of the love of God. And when she hits this place where she's feeling nothing, she calls out to Jesus in verse seven. Listen to what she says. She says, Tell me, O you whom my soul loves, where do you pasture your flock and where do you make it lie down? For why should I be like one who veils herself beside the flocks of your companions? Now again, this is the language of poetry and love. What she's saying is, where are you whom my soul loves? Where are you? I wanna be next to you, she said. I don't wanna be like one that veils herself, she said in verse number seven. You see, in the ancient biblical world, when you were with people you didn't know well, you veiled yourself. You only didn't keep yourself veiled amongst close friends. So she's calling out to the one whom she loves. She's calling out to Jesus and she's saying, Lord, I feel like a veiled one to you. I feel like I don't know you. I don't feel close to you. I want to feel intimate with you, I wanna feel connected to you, I wanna feel the joy of walking in intimacy with you. Where are you? She said, where do you pasture your flock? How can I get close to you? How can I feel you again? How can I feel intimately connected with you again? And listen how Jesus, through King Solomon's prophetic shadow here, intimately responds to her. He says to her in verse number eight, if you yourself did not know most beautiful among women, he loves her. Though she feels nothing, though she's not feeling his love, listen, Jesus' love never changed. He said, if you don't know, most beautiful among women, he calls her beautiful, he assures her. He says, let me tell you. And he tells her to do three things. He tells her to get in fellowship with his people. He tells her to serve And he tells her to do it under the authority of church government. And so he says there, go forth on the trail of the flock, get in fellowship with my people, and pasture your young goats. In other words, serve, get involved in serving. And then he says, And do it, in verse number 8, under the tents of the shepherds. So I want to say to you, it's really important that you get in close relationship with God's people, that you're in fellowship with the body, because God doesn't call us only as individuals. He calls us as a people. When we look, for example, at the books of the Bible, let's talk about the book of Corinthians, the book of Ephesians. The book of Colossians. These books are written to the entire church. In other words, there wasn't somebody called Mr. or Mrs. Ephesus, but rather Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus. There wasn't a Mr. or Mrs. Corinth, but Paul wrote the book of 1st and 2nd Corinthians to the church at Corinth. You see, the church is the body and one is dependent on the other. And so we can't fully experience the fellowship of Jesus in our life if we're not in fellowship with the body. Now, I realize for some of you that are older and facing physical challenges, some of you you know are dealing with health issues that make it difficult to be involved in a local fellowship, and I want you to know that God's grace is sufficient, but if there's no reason that you can't be in fellowship, in other words, you have transportation, you're in good health, I want you to know, God's best will be fulfilled in your life when you get in fellowship with the body. And then the Lord said, and pasture your young goats. It's important to serve. When we were called into relationship with Jesus, we were given a gift and we were given the heart of the great shepherd. Jesus said, the son of man has not come to be served, but to serve. And God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And so the fullness of the spirit cannot work through our life if we're not serving, if we're not giving, if we're not looking how to bless. If we just try to keep everything bottled up for ourselves and it's just about our own experience, the river of life will not flow from you in such a way that you can be carried deeper in to the romance of divine love. So the Lord said, get in fellowship with my people, go where the flock's at, find a way to serve You know, you don't have to have a specific title to serve. You just look for ways to encourage people, to reach out to people, to love people, do with your words, do with your finances. And then the Lord said, and do it under the tents of the shepherds. In other words, don't be a lone ranger, but God's given to the church apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, none of which are perfect, including me. But nevertheless, this is the economy of God's kingdom. This is how He operates. So get in to the atmosphere of his government. And Jesus said, when you do this, it's gonna bring a refreshment into your life that's gonna bring you, beloved, into a deeper baptism of intimacy and of love. As we continue here, Jesus continues to affirm her. Listen what he says to her. He said, your cheeks are lovely with ornaments. And he goes on to just let her know that she is beautiful to him. And as she was experiencing the affirmation of God over her life, and I want you to know now, God loves you. I'm speaking to every single one of you that are His. Every one of Paul's letters begins the same way. Grace and peace to you. God loves you. The Bible says you're complete in Him. You are beautiful to God. And as she began to realize that there's therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. as she began to realize that she was dearly cherished and loved just where she was. Even in her state of imperfection, she was deeply loved and cherished. As she began to become confident of that, not shrinking back in shame, but confident that God enjoyed her. Right where she was, even in her imperfection, as she began to become confident, church, in the love of God, you know what happened? Her heart began to blossom in His love. She said there in verse number 12, while the king was at his table, My perfume gave forth its fragrance. We need to have the revelation of the fear of God. The Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. But beyond that, beloved, we need the revelation of the love of God. Because fear of God will take us so far, but love will bring you all the way in. Father God, we love you today. Father, we respond to your love by saying to you, Father, even as the Shulamites' bride's heart began to open up to you, we say back to you, Father God, we love you too. Thank you for loving us, Jesus. Thank you for coming to live inside us. And we arise now from the inside and we say to you, Jesus, that we love you back. We ask you to baptize us with the Holy Spirit, with the baptism of love. Jesus, your word says that we're being brought to the marriage supper of the Lamb. We want to be a partner with you in love, Jesus. We say to you,
0: we love you, King Jesus. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and this is the daily teaching program of Rabbi Schneider. To learn more about Rabbi or this radio ministry, let me invite you to visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And if you would like to take your study of today's topic further on your own, we'd love for you to visit our website. We've got a treasury of books, articles, and resources that have been created to help you Recapture the passion and intimacy of your faith. And we believe that you're going to be blessed by these study materials. And right now, Rabbi wants to share a little bit more about what's been on his heart lately.
1: There's a portion in God's Word that I've really been putting myself under, asking the Lord to shepherd me into perfect obedience. It's the story of the rich young ruler that came to Jesus in Matthew 19. It's also repeated in Mark and Luke. And the rich young ruler says to Jesus, good teacher. Jesus says, why do you call me good? Only God's good. And then the rich young ruler said to Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Yeshua said, keep all the commandments. And the rich young ruler says, I've done all the commandments from my youth. He was a moral man. Then Yeshua said to him, now go and sell everything you have and you will inherit the kingdom of God. And the Bible says the rich young ruler went away sad because he wasn't able to surrender his possessions to the Lord. And the disciples were really like, wow, who can inherit the kingdom of God? Jesus said, what's impossible with man is possible with God. Beloved, we don't have to earn our salvation, but Jesus is calling for us to surrender. Will you surrender your finances to him?
0: To answer the call and automate your monthly giving, just go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or dial 800-777-7835. One of our friendly team members will be happy to take your call and answer any questions you might have, because we are truly looking for people right now who are sensing the Lord leading them to surrender their finances and partner with us. As our way of saying thank you for your generous financial gifts, we'll send you a select audio CD of Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month that's available as a digital download, too. And we'll also send you a copy of our latest newsletter, which is packed with the most current news and updates. And well, before we hear the ironic blessing from Rabbi today, Don't forget to subscribe to our daily podcast. You'll find it on your favorite podcasting platform, and it's a great way to stay on top of Rabbi's teaching as we head into the holidays and out on the roads. And if you haven't explored the Rabbi Schneider app, be sure to check it out as well. It's a pretty neat resource where you can view our complete broadcast schedule for both radio and television. You can read Rabbi's Daily Devotional, and there's even a way for you to sign up to receive regular text messages from rabbi as the spirit of God leads him. The Rabbi Schneider app is just one of the ways that we want to connect with you so you can stay in touch with rabbi's authentic and uncompromising teaching. And to learn more, just visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But first, let's wrap up today's message titled The Fragrance of Love with a special blessing from Rabbi Schneider.
1: In the book of Numbers, chapter six, we find a personal blessing from God our Father. This blessing should touch our hearts because it's so personal. Father God wants to intimately bless you. So receive his blessing into your life today with gladness and an open heart. <speaking in Hebrew> Yah Yahweh banavelah Vikhuna Khan Isaiah Yahweh banavelah Ve'asem le
0: I'm Dustin Roberts and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again next time as Rabbi Schneider explains the importance of being holy and blameless before the Lord. That's Wednesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.